You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 321, The Solo Series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra with you here. So I'm going to take a little break from the side hustle series because there is something on my spirit that I absolutely feel compelled to talk about today. In fact, so compelled because I was dreaming about it last night. I was pissed off about it yesterday. I woke up pissed off this morning. So that is a good sign to me that the best way to channel my anger and my rage about this is to effectively share the messages or the downloads that I'm getting. And so we're going to put the side hustle series on pause for a moment. It will come back next podcast episode because I think it's really important. And this message is especially for my women entrepreneurs, especially for my women entrepreneurs. So if you are a woman entrepreneur, or you're a woman who's thinking about starting a business, or you're a woman in corporate America who has no intentions of starting a business, let me just say that this message is especially for you. And episode 321 is titled, Stop Letting Other People Decide Your Future. Let's just sit there with that for a second. You know, when I, when I think about my life in totality, right? Like I'm about to turn 45. I feel, I don't know. I feel more myself than I have in forever, but I also at almost 45 this weekend, I I'm thinking about what my adult life has been like, right? Zero to, to 18, 19, 20. A lot of it is, is, the product of being raised by somebody else. But once you hit about 20, I think you got to own choices and decisions. Even if your brain is not fully formed till 26, all that stuff, you still at about 20 got to say, no, no, no. I, I, that's the life I created. Whether I had full knowledge, full awareness, that's still from 20 to 40 something of the life I created. So lately I've been doing a lot of reflecting on, uh, choices I've made, mistakes I've made, life decisions I've made, and also really being a witness to what those key junctures in the road led me to. And and really trying to identify for myself because I'm at midlife now. And so I've got half or more of my life left. Kind of what are the, the patterns that I want to change? What are the lessons that I really need to implement the learnings from now? And <clears throat> what are the things I want to do totally differently than I did from 20 to 45? And one of those things that I want to do differently is, is exactly what I'm going to talk about in today's episode, which is stop letting other people decide your future. And I want to start with an Ayn Rand quote. I have heard this quote for decades, but now at 45, it's really starting to sink in for me what this means. So the Ayn Rand quote says, the question isn't who is going to let me, it's who is going to stop me. Let me just repeat that again. I want you to hear the Ayn Rand quote and really get the power of what she's saying in this one line. The question isn't who is going to let me, it's who is going to stop me. Um, when I say stop letting other people decide your future, here's what I mean. I think that there are many, and, and I'm going to, well, 
I'm going to be very blunt in this episode. So let's just, let's just get over the niceties now. I think there are many people in our lives. There are many people in our, our worlds. There are many people in our various circles of connection and certainly many people in our society and systems in our society. And I'm especially speaking to women here that are built and fortified and held together by the oppression of women, by the oppression of women. And to go even more universally, I think there is great benefit to the systems that exist to try to convince eternal souls who happen to be taking up a body for about 90 years that they are limited in their body for 90 years by what the systems decide is possible for them. Let me put this a different way. People benefit from your limiting beliefs. I'm going to say that again for the people in the back. People benefit from your limiting beliefs. People, be There are people, systems, and groups that benefit every single time you choose to believe that you have to get their approval, that you need them to survive, that without them, you're nothing, that if you aren't, you know, under their wing or doing what they say or going along to get along that you really have no place. There are organizations and systems and companies that are building their entire structure around the concept of making no one person indispensable and no one person's talent, skills, or or um, gifts noticeable, because if everybody is like a robot, then nobody's special. Then nobody's special. People are in relationships where the whole power of the relationship is based on convincing one of the two people in the relationship that they can't go anywhere because they're not special. L let me Let me take a step back. I hope you recognize, and th this is something, I mean, I was dreaming about this last night and I am getting this profound messaging on some of the things that I personally and business-wise need to shift. I hope you get how much of a power play it is for other people, whether consciously, subconsciously, or unconsciously, to convince you that you're nothing special to tell you that, and I'm especially speaking to women, that you're over the hill because you're not 22 anymore, that um, you're too loud, too much, too aggressive, too blunt, too assertive, too aggressive, too much of something, right? It's always too much of something. When you were 20, you were too young. When you're 55, you're too old. When you're 40, you're too aggressive, right? And I want to get this, this point out the best way I know how. The only way to dismantle a system that succeeds based on your oppression is to stop buying into the fucking system. There just comes a point where as women entrepreneurs, we got, we got to create a different galaxy of existence and I still see all of us 
playing into and buying into a male dominated system where they get to decide what we're worth. And I'm like, no, no, we are not doing that. No, we are not going into a place where a male dominated business world gets to dictate what we can or cannot say, what we can or cannot do, how much power, like, are you serious? We still live in the world where Cleopatra existed. We still live in the world where Queen Elizabeth was the longest running monarch. Like, when are we going to wake up as women entrepreneurs and say, I am no longer playing by the rules of your game. I am no longer begging for a seat at your table. I am no longer defining my value and my worth by the bullshit fake stuff you put on the cover of magazines. Now, let me take it another level deeper. As women in general, whether you work for somebody else or you work for yourself, when are we going to stop allowing our physicality, our beauty, our fertility, and our um, nurturing to be used against us? When are we going to stop allowing those things to define whether or not we have value? Because here's the thing about our value. This is, this is the thing as women that we really need to get like deep, like we know this, we need to have a remembrance of this. Ardeth G. Cap, I have no idea who that is, but I'll just give you a quote from Ardeth G. Cap, which says, we did not come to this earth to gain our worth. We brought it with us. Let me give you this quote from Ardeth G. Cap again. We did not come to this earth to gain our worth. We brought it with us. Okay, so so when are we going to get real with that again? Like, when are we going to understand that you, me, us, we, we didn't come to the, this earth to hustle for our worthiness. We brought it as a soul with us into the body. See, because once you get that piece, you start, you stop doing a lot of stupid things. You stop thinking that anybody else's approval matters. You stop looking around for, oh my goodness, if I don't please this person, if I don't please that person, if I don't do this, if I don't do that, they will not approve. You you stop all of that nonsensical bullshit that systems put in place long ago to guarantee your confinement to guarantee that you would never understand the power of your brilliance, to guarantee that you would never outgrow them. And you start to go, wait, wait, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. I didn't come to this earth to convince you that I'm worthy. I came to this earth with my worth intact and fully available to be used by me in service of the world, right? Because Here's another quote that I love. I saw this morning. You glow differently when your confidence is fueled by belief in yourself instead of validation from others. Let me repeat this again. I don't know who said this, but this is powerful. You glow differently when your confidence is fueled by belief in yourself instead of validation from others. And Thomas Jefferson, one of our forefathers and system builders, because obviously the system benefited him too. If you want something you've never had, you must be willing to do something you've never done. 
If you want something you've never had, you must be willing to do something you've never done. Let me ask you a question. When, when as women are we going to stop, um, using being nice as a way to get what we want? Like, when are we going to stop the Wilma Flintstone tactics of, I want to go around and sort of, you know, kindly and subtly convince you to agree. No, 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 no. When are we going to finally say, the question isn't who is going to let me, it's who is going to stop me. And when are we finally going to wake up to the fact that we have existed for how many centuries and it is 2023 and you still look at where women are in boardrooms. You still look at where women are in hospitals. You still look at the fact that most women are teachers and yet are most women principals? Probably not. I don't have the stat, but I'd probably bet they're not. We are still in the world doing all the things, including working, including making money, including raising the children. And where has our power leveled up to own the system, make the system, rewrite the system, equalize the system? It hasn't. It hasn't. That's a problem, ladies. That's a problem when we are the ones working our thyroids into dysfunction, experiencing burnout, having all kinds of health problems, adrenal fatigue, estrogen dominance. And yet, because, you know, we're taking on all the masculine and maintaining the divine feminine in the process and then burning our bodies into the ground. At what point, ladies, are we going to say, you know what? Um... I'm not asking for your permission to be myself. I'm not asking for your permission to do the damn thing. I'm not asking for, for your permission to show up fully as myself. I'm going to do it and you're going to have to deal. And if you don't like that, I honestly don't care because I didn't come to this earth to gain my worth from you. I brought it with me. You brought it with you. And so when I say stop letting other people decide your future, now I want to go from the, the philosophical, <laughs> philosophical, I want to go from the philosophy of it to the tactical practical of it. Um, let, let's just, you know, Marianne Williamson said this in one of her books. She said, go where you belong. And I know that there are a lot of women entrepreneurs out there who are, who are big on the, let us fight, let us protest, let us like, we're going to, I'm going to make them see me. Uh, I don't want to waste my energy that way. Truly. Um, when I think about what it means to stop letting other people decide my future, the first step to me is I've got to fully own the fact that my future is up to me. And I have to own the fact that my brilliance can't be dimmed down by anybody. Like I have to shift the limiting beliefs around that because so long as you believe that other people can, um, harm your brilliance or hold you back or hold you down. So long as you believe that they have power over you, you will never fully exert the power you have over yourself. So the first thing you got to do to stop letting other people decide your future is you got to change your beliefs about their ability to do so. First thing, change your belief about their ability to do so. At the end of the day, it is up to you. 
Now, I'm not going to tell you that there aren't disadvantages, and I'm not going to tell you that there aren't extra mountains that you have to climb in order to fully own your power over you and dismantle their perceived power over you. There are. But first, you got to believe that you can do that. First, you have to believe that they don't have the power they're pretending to have, because they don't, in fact. They just don't. So that's the first thing. We need to dismantle the, the limiting belief from the system that they actually have any power over you. They just don't. Their power comes in getting us to believe that they actually do when they don't. First thing, dismantle the, the limiting belief. Second thing you got to do, you have to, you have to take a good, clear look at what your brilliance is about, what makes up your brilliance. You've got to get strategic and tactical about what your brilliance contains, what skills, what talents, what gifts, what uniquely positions you in your own power to be of massive service to the world. Like you have gifts and skills and talents that nobody else can top, period. Like you were... It is, it was in your soul. It's there. It's not like, it's not going anywhere. So you need to take inventory. Step number two of what your brilliance is composed of. What are the talents? What are the skills? What are the abilities? Okay. So you got to figure out number one, stop believing that anybody has power over you to decide your future. They don't just take that from them. Take that power away from them. Step number two, do an inventory on the components of your brilliance. What is your brilliance about? You know, some people are amazing attorneys. Their argument, I mean, they are just able to back somebody in a corner, make a point, like their, their ability to debate and their ability to articulate is unreal. Is that a component of your brilliance? Write it down. Do a full inventory of the components of your brilliance. Step number two. Then step number three is, develop a plan to leverage your brilliance and the components of it for yourself. This is where the side hustle conversation comes back in. Why are you making other people millions of dollars when you could be making that for yourself? Why are you allowing yourself to stay in positions that aren't worthy of you in any situation, personal or professional? Like at the end of the day, you got to figure out what does my brilliance contain? And how can I leverage that for myself in the world? Okay. Third step, fourth step, you got to actually put yourself out there. Here's the risk part. It's not really a risk, but people feel like it's a risk. Put yourself out there and start promoting you to the world. Start sharing you with the world. Start being of service to the world. Start really saying, I know I'm a gift. I know I'm brilliant. I know I can transform lives in a variety of ways and put it out there like that. Now, there are a lot of women who are like, oh, but that's super arrogant. No, it's not. No, it's not. You know what? There are many people in systems that have used and abused your brilliance because they knew what it was worth. Maybe it's time for you to know what it's worth and put all of that out there and say, listen, this is me. Here's what I can do for you. Let's make a deal. Start an Etsy shop, start a blog so you can monetize it, start a YouTube channel, like become a content creator, which then leads you to a side hustle. Because listen, there is some quote that says something like either you will live your dreams or you will work for somebody 
fulfilling theirs. Like, which one do you want? It's one of two. Fulfilling somebody else's dream or fulfilling your own. Decide. Pick a side. So that's number three. Final step you've got to do to stop letting other people decide your future. Make sure that you are working harder for your end goal than for anybody else's. Let me say that again. Make sure that at the end of every single day, you are working harder for your agenda, your goals, your dreams, your priorities than you are for anybody else's and do an inventory every single day and say to yourself at the end of every single day, did I hustle harder for others than I did for myself? Did I work harder to please other people, to meet their needs, to bend over backward than I did for myself? Did I really like, or did I really focus on me? Did I really focus on the dream I have and the things I want? Which is why I've got a goal, a book coming out about goals in another uh, week, which is why it, in, in my book on goals, I talk about reverse engineering from decade goals to yearly goals to monthly goals. Because if you don't wake up every day and have a clear understanding of where you're taking your life, your goals, then it is so easy to go off course focusing on other people's goals. Because if your energy, if you have two people in a room and one person is crystal clear on where they want to be in a decade and you're wiffle-waffly, you're wobbly about it, who, who's, whose agenda do you think is going to win? The person who's crystal clear on their goals. So every day you should be waking up saying to yourself, where do I want to be in 10 years? What are the priorities that I need to, to, to do today that are going to get me closer to that decade goal or vision of myself? And at the end of every day, you have to say, did I hustle? Did I hustle for myself today? Or did I hustle for my worthiness and approval by others today? Which should I do today? Because at the end of the day, here's the thing. Um, the proof is in the pudding. Either you are, either you are choosing you every single day and you are working hardest on your own behalf, or you are allowing the systems and the oppression of other people through the seeking of their approval to be the thing that you let guide your day. Don't ever, don't ever do that. Don't ever do that. And I'm not saying that we haven't done it. I've done it. I've done it for years letting other people decide my future, wanting other people to be happy and pleased with me and approve of me. Do you know, can I tell you, let me just give you, for those who are in the younger category, like in your twenties and thirties, can I help you? Let me, let me just, I'm going to give you a spoiler of the ending. It doesn't work anyway, right? Like even when you, you hustle to, to get other people's love and convince them that you're worthy and get their approval, you know what? It doesn't work anyway. You know why? Because they lose even more respect for you because you hustled for their respect. I mean, it's the craziest thing. You bent over backwards to please them. And because you're a human doormat, they respect you at the end of the day, even less. They still use you, but they respect you even less. What? I mean, so, so if you think that you were behaving in ways that to gain other people's respect and approval and you think you're going to earn it. Let me help you. Let let, let me be clear with you on a couple of things. You will never gain the respect of a person 
who requires you to abandon yourself to get it. You will never get it because even the fact that they are trying to get you to abandon yourself already tells you they don't respect you from the start because nobody who respects you would ever ask that of you. So, so it's a lose-lose situation no matter how you do it. And at the end of the day, there comes a point. And now I'm going to come back to speaking to my women entrepreneurs specifically. We need to change this game. This can no longer be a, a game of success based on the landscape of a male-dominated business world. We can no longer be the women entrepreneurs who are going, well, I just want to sit at the table and I want to do this in a way that feels so inclusive. And <sighs> if we want a different world, we've got to actually create a different world and you will never create a different world if you are operating within the systems that built the first one. Stop letting other people decide your future. Stop letting other people's uh, energy drain, temper tantrums, uh, demands, requests, insecurity. Stop letting other people's insecurities build up insecurities in you that don't even exist. Here's the thing I'm going to say, and then I'm going to cut this to the quick because I've got to go right, finish this book. Um, there will be many people who come into your life who will do their best, whether they consciously understand it or not, who will do their best to put you down, to hold you back, and to sabotage your progress. You have every right to be angry and pissed about the fact that that's what they're doing. You have every right to, to feel just torn up inside that this person or people or group or whatever, that they don't even have enough human decency to want what's best for you. You can feel all that stuff, but here's the place you got to go to. They don't. They don't have the decency. They don't want what's best for you. They're probably never going to want what's best for you. Like let it rest. And then you have to pivot to, but what am I going to do to succeed anyway? What am I going to do to work around them? What am I going to do to completely just put them in a box and keep it moving? What am I going to do to succeed despite their efforts? Like at some point we got to move out of the, I'm so upset that they are screwing with my progress and get to the place of, and they're irrelevant and they're irrelevant and they go in the box in a corner of my mind because I have bigger fish to fry and I have other things to do and I have many things to focus on and I don't need their approval to keep it moving and I don't need their approval to win and I don't even need them to stop sabotaging me to win. Like I can win in spite of their bad behavior. So at what point do we stop focusing on their bad behavior and get repositioned on the thing that is next for us to do? That is at the heart of stop letting other people decide your future. Because you know what? Here, here's the thing. And this is the final point. It just, I, so many of the people we worry about in the moment, so many of the people we are pissed about in the moment do you, do you know, like in 20 years, they probably won't even be in your life. I mean, or if they're in your life, they'll play a really marginal role. Do you know how, do you know how insignificant in the grand scheme of eternity, given that you're an eternal soul, do you know how insignificant 
most people are in your life, like, why would you give them airtime? Just don't. Like, I'm just getting to a stage and age where I'm like, you know, you probably won't even still be here in 20 years with me. So like, why am I even paying any attention to you? At the end of the day, you are simply a signpost to remind me that I need to remember who I am and I need to fully be in that power and I need to keep it moving past you because you might not even have the power you think you have in five months, let alone five years, let alone 20 years. And I don't need to be in your audience to watch you fade away. You probably will. That's the insignificance of the systems and people that we keep allowing to take up space in our heads. Stop letting other people decide your future. You know, the most important person who's going to decide your future, that happens to be you. That happens to be you. But if you buy into their belief that you need them to be you, well, then that's where you turn over the power to them. Stop doing that. At the end of the day, you are your longest relationship, my friend. You are your biggest commitment. You are the only one who was with you the day you were born, and you are the only one who will be with you as your spirit leaves your body on the day you die. Stop acting as if everybody in between are lifelong partners. Probably not. Probably not. Stop letting other people decide your future. Take the power back. Know the components of your brilliance. Know what they contain. Know the beauty they can add to the world, the service you can be of the world, and get your butt out in the world and do that for yourself. And by all means, every single night you should be saying to yourself, did I, did I hustle for my worthiness with other people today? Or did I spend most of my time doing me? Did I spend most of my time focused on me? Did I spend most of my time basking in the gift that is me? Did I spend most of my time giving that gift to the world? Or did I sit up here bitching about what other people are doing to me, saying to me, not doing, not saying, well, like, where am I living in my head? Yeah, see, that's the question we need to be asking because only we can fix that. Those systems are not going to change. There's lots of control that they have and power that they have because they convince other people that they don't have the power. We're not changing the system today, but collectively we will change the system over time if we start getting clear on the power of our own brilliance and then leveraging the power of that for us, not for them, for us. All right. I've said everything I want to say that that's my rant for today, but I will say we will be back on the side hustle conversation because we're still in the side hustle series next episode. But I, I had to put this out there because I know somebody needs to hear it. And if you know, somebody in your life needs to hear this message, especially if they're a woman entrepreneur, please share this message with them. Because I think especially as women entrepreneurs, we, we got, we got to wake up from the amnesia of this bullshit that keeps being spread generation to generation that women are women have like a set of five cards they can play, you know, beautiful, um, nurturing, motherhood, uh, sexy, like, listen, listen. The only reason any system would be set up to oppress women in this way is because it's a system that knows that if women ever figure out how powerful they truly are, it would be over for their system. Just sit with that for a minute. You don't try to oppress 
anyone who is less powerful, you don't need to. The only people you would ever oppress are the ones who you know. If they understood their power, it would be game over. So ladies, let's stop. Let's stop defining ourselves by those few little cards that society wants to tell us is, is our entirety of value. You know better than that. You know, like divine feminine power is so much greater than all of those, those little cards, you know, having the children, raising the children, being nurturing to others, being nice, being kind, being beautiful, being sexy. Those are all great things, but they're not the only things. They're really small in comparison to the greater things. And so let's stop letting other people dictate to us who we get to be and what our value gets to be. Because at the end of the day, they know that's not true. And we need to remember that's not true. All right, I've said enough. Stop letting other people decide your future. All right, everybody, I will catch you on the next episode of She Runs the Show. 